Thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network, free and available where you find folks get your podcast. Also, today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Experience the game like never before with the Sonos Arc, the premium smart soundbar for TV, movies, music, gaming, and more. Visit Sonos.com to learn more. On today's episode, Keon Coleman uh, dribbles the clock out against a preseason top 10 team as Michigan State picks up their 15th most impressive win of the season, I would say. Yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, and also, hey, what? Uh, yeah, why, why not? Uh, another running back in the transfer portal. Okay, let's get nuts. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Spartan fans, let's get a vibe check. How on earth are we all doing on this beautiful, beautiful victory Monday? Uh, I'm I'm doing quite fine. I, I'm I'm okay. You know, this is uh, it's what we usually do after games against Michigan, whether it be basketball, football. We talk about a Spartan win uh, after both teams compete and both teams uh, on the Michigan side just fade away at halftime because uh, their coaches can't protect uh, a lead or have their team fight for 20 straight minutes in a single half. Anyway, how, how, uh, how are you doing? It's Locked on Spartans. This is your host, Matt Sheehan. Uh, and thank you so much for joining me on this beautiful Monday. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, reach out to me at LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com. Let's go, baby. And also, please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. You guys already know it. It's Locked On Spartans. We do this five days a week here in the Locked On Podcast Network. And let's talk about those basketball Spartans, baby. Uh, wow. Wow. Uh, what what else can I say? I mean, Well, okay, I've got a lot more to say. I mean, it's a half-hour podcast. I just can't say wow over and over again. But fantastic performance by the Spartans. Fantastic performance by the Spartans. And especially some guys that the fan base has been on, that some podcast hosts like, well, myself, have been on time to time. Total team effort, just top to bottom, uh, starting with uh, what are you, your starting center, down to your uh, next year starting wide receiver. Uh, everyone just played fantastic on Saturday. Um, it's amazing that you could win a game 83-67 to 67 after giving up 16 offensive rebounds. How on earth? How on earth are you in not even in the same zip code as the lead when your team gets 16 offensive rebounds? I don't know. It's not my problem. I'm a Michigan State fan. We celebrate wins around here in this rivalry. All right. Really, what I'm doing, I peek behind the curtain, full transparency. I'm just staring at the box score right now. And it's a very hard decision of like where to start because like I said like everyone played so well really the, the rebounding thing was the only blemish and it really didn't impact the game obviously as you beat a team by what 16 points so Marcus Bingham sensational game yeah okay just 16 minutes four points got into some foul trouble and that was some very hard uh, defense that he was playing a Hunter Dickinson. And we'll get to um, Dickinson's performance and uh, Coach uh, Jafrod Howard's comments uh, on that in the next segment. But Bingham was awesome. He had to play aggressive, and that's how you get to four fouls so quickly and are only playing 16 minutes before blocks, and he made his presence felt uh, for all 16 of those minutes. Uh, Gabe Brown, hey, you know what? Just, just nine points, but he did it during killing time, baby. That's right, he smelt the blood in the water, got after it, just like, just like 
Joey Hauser did as well. Uh, that might be the best we've seen Joey Hauser play since last Christmas. Um, sensational. Just awesome. I mean, you know, just a pair of uh, three-pointers. Uh, really good defense because, yeah, Michigan State was in foul trouble at the end there. And Joey Hauser had to go up against Hunter Dickinson and defend him. Lo and behold, he, he kind of held his own. Like, yeah, Hunter got some easy layup opportunities, but sometimes they didn't really go in, which really kind of helps uh, when you're not making uh, your point-blank layups as a seven foot one player. Uh, so he was just awesome. All, all games today, whether it be, of course, on offense, you know, 14 points, that helps, right? But that defense, which I've been very critical of, that I just, yeah, hand up. I'm not going to say that I haven't been hard on this kid. I've been very, very hard on this kid. I, yeah, I feel kind of bad about it. He's a hardworking kid. He's trying his best. But, man, that, that, was, that, was, that was strong. That was strong, Joey Hauser. Joey Hauser, uh, if you're listening, which I know you're not, um, you can run me over uh, with your car anytime you want uh, as a penance for my uh, comments that I've made in the past because, wow, what a performance that was on Saturday, baby. Oh, <laughs> and speaking of performance, hey, you know what? Most of the scoring came in just one half, but Max Christie, are you kidding me? We talked about this on Friday's show that one of the keys to the game, I thought it was going to be the top key to the game, was the battle between Max Christie and Caleb Houston on Michigan because... This was going to be the craziest atmosphere both kids have played in. Yes, they are both five-star freshmen. They were highly, highly sought after in high school. Of course, they're good players. But even freshmen in big moments, it's very hard to play. Right? You could easily melt away in the moment when the lights get too bright if this is one of your first massive games that you've played in. Or you could be Max Christie, and you could score 14 points. In the first half, you could do it a variety of ways. You could do it from beyond the three-point line. You could do it on a nice little turnaround. You could get an and-one three-pointer. Like, it was sensational. So, we said on Friday, whoever can get to 15 points between Max Christie and Caleb Houston, which Houston had a, he was a fine game. You know, it was fine. He got 11 points. But Max Christie getting to 16 points and how critical those first 14 points were. Amazing. Because a lot of these guys really had great second halves. But Christie was on it from the jump. MSU gets to go into halftime with a four-point lead. And, um, yeah, this is an obvious statement, but you ain't celebrating a four-point lead at halftime if it's not Max Christie balling out of his mind in the first half. So, yes, hey, he's a freshman. He goes up and down. Had a really bad game against Illinois. Not a great game against Northwestern. But you get the game, like, at Wisconsin. Okay, that's really nice. Or... At home against the Wolverines. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, that's just a great bounce back game from Christy. Uh, Tyson Walker. Listen, uh, A.J. Hogard was the, the star of the show. No doubt about it. Tyson Walker, he had uh, some of his good moments, though. Um, wasn't all great, of course. Three turnovers, but hey, you know, I, I thought his defense was strong. And we say that after every game, right? Like, Tyson Walker, really strong defensive player. Uh, but let's, without further ado, talk about these bench players. And uh, flip a coin. Where do you want to start? Do you want to start with Malik Hall? Or do you want to start with A.J. Hogard? Very hard to start uh, anyone else but Hogard. That is, I think that's the best game I've seen him play. I don't think that's a... Shock. I don't, I don't think that I'm going to floor anyone with that one. And if you have been a listener of this podcast, this is probably going to be the 18th time I've said this this season. Once again, I, I've never seen A.J. Hogard have an average game. Like, he is either having a game where, oh my god, five turnovers, we're not shooting the ball well, what on earth is going on? 
Or he looks like an absolute stud, and now there's chatter amongst the fan base of, uh, should should this guy be the starter? Like, holy smokes, like, sensational on the numbers, sensational uh, even off the box score. His defense, he's, he's got some dog in him. He's got some dog in him. And uh, to go along with 10 assists and 11 points, oh, AJ, have yourself a day. And... What an awesome, awesome kid to have a game like that. Kind of in the same breath as Joey Hauser, you know? Like, there are some knocks against these kids throughout the season. No no doubt about it. From me, maybe from you. Uh, yeah, it, it goes without saying that it hasn't all been well for Hogarth this year. But to have that performance in that spot, in that atmosphere against that team, like the Stones. Stones. That... that you really show your medal with, with that one right there. So, the other guy, Malik Hall. I, Malik Hall, I, 15 points, 6 rebounds, uh, 3 steals, and also 4 personal fouls. That's right, 4 hard fouls. Let's go, baby. Um, yeah, I, it, it, once again, broken record player time, but it, it makes sense because you got two senior captains. You got Gabe Brown, you got Malik Hall. And I feel like every game when one isn't really performing to the best of their ability, um, and, you know, it's not to say Gabe Brown had a bad game. Like, he, he, he had a fine game. But Malik Hall was really the energy of this team. It, it always seems to come down to either Brown or Hall to f- see where the energy source is going to come from. Safe to say, I think it came from Hall. He, once again, just like he did in the Wisconsin game, he had that dog in him. He he played with an edge the entire game. Like that game was personal to him. And uh yeah, that's that's going to that's going to do it with 15 points. <laughs> 6 rebounds off the bench. Just really really well done. So, man, uh what 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 else can I say other than just incredible things, right? Well, we'll, we'll come up with some more things to say. We'll also talk about some post-game comments. Um yeah, because it's always fun to make fun of these clowns for uh, anything they say at a post-game press conference after taking a big loss to the Michigan State Spartans, as uh, that athletic department is used to doing lately. But first, I just need to talk to you fine folks about Get Upside. That's right, it's Matt with an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. It's Get Upside. My listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code SCORE for $0.25 per gallon or more on your first fill-up cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Download the app for free. Use promo code SCORE for $0.25 per gallon or more on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making as much as two dollars to $300 a year in cash back, and there is no catch. The cash gets added right back to your account, whether it be a bank account, PayPal account, or grab an e-gift card to Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Get Upside app and use promo code SCORE to get that $0.25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. One more time, that's promo code SCORE on the Get Upside app. And before riffing on Saturday's game a little more, say, I want to thank you for making Locked on Spartans your first listen every single day here in the Locked on Podcast Network. All right, so after the game, as coaches do, they do the press conference, and uh, this is just the the fun that you get to have when you uh, win a game by 16. It's uh, a blowout. You know, you don't got to get all the X's and O's. Everything like that, you could uh, focus on some extracurricular stuff like um, like Juwan Howard's uh, press conference. If you don't know Juwan Howard, he is the coach of the team that started the year ranked number six in the AP poll and are now uh, just hoping to host an NIT game. Uh, so far, maybe with a strong finish, I think they could host. I don't, 
Not not up to me to decide. I'm, I'm not part of the NIT uh, selection committee. Anyway, uh, Juwan is asked by, and I believe it was Graham Couch that asked this question. It was a really good question. I did like it. Um, about what Juwan has seen in Marcus Bingham's growth, you know, since Marcus has been here a little bit, Juwan's been here a little bit, his growth uh, defending in the post. And, uh, of course, as, you know, Wolverine does, it's uh, the arrogant response of uh, Juwan saying, what, how, how many points did Hunter get? And then, okay, 25 points. And then just does the old, hmm, yeah, okay, interesting, huh, 25... So that, that's the problem, and sure, like that, that's just how it, it is over in Ann Arbor. We saw it two years ago, right, after the, the Michigan State-Michigan football win, uh, after Antoine Simmons kind of single-handedly takes the game over on defense, and yes, the quarterback, Joe Milton, like, oh, what are your thoughts on Antoine Simmons? How did he do? And they give the old answer, like, who? Who's that? Like, stop, stop. Actually, I was going to say, stop getting your own way. No, please keep doing this. It, it, it's great, because... Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to be flexing uh, my seven foot one center going eight of nineteen from the field at three foot point blank uh, layup attempts. For some reason, shooting three pointers, a nice little over two clip there, and also getting most of his points from the free throw line. Went nine for ten there. Strong performance from the charity stripe, but never in my life has twenty five points seemed like eleven points. A lot of those points were added on at the end of the game when Michigan State is 20-piecing you. Yeah, he had a really good first half. He sure did. He also had one point for the first 13 minutes of the second half. So, yeah, maybe let's not turn up our noses and scoff and say, oh, that's right, my center, who took 19 shots from the field to get to 25 points, oh, he, he dominated this game. No, I think it was the Spartans that dominated this game as you're looking at another second-half collapse from your own team, Juwan. And, uh, but don't focus on any of that. Don't give anyone their props. Just just be happy that uh, your sophomore that came back to try to guide you to an NIT tournament uh, went off for a smooth 25 points. Well done, well done. Um, all right, so since we are Michigan State fans, uh, we can focus on the uh, NCAA tournament coming up and how this affects bracketology. Uh, Joe Lenardi tweeted out, uh, it was early Sunday after the game, that Michigan State is sitting at a three seed right now. They're on the three line pretty squarely. Um, and they're one of only uh, three, sorry, three Big Ten teams to be on the top four seed lines with uh, Purdue snatching that final one seed and uh, Wisconsin on the four line as well. So Michigan State, pretty squarely in the the top four seeds right now but as we say uh, over and over again on the podcast it, we've got a tricky end <laughs> to the year coming up right uh just hey once again on the road to maryland and yes maryland is uh not good we'll we'll put it that way not good uh but hey you you know the refrain over and over again it's cliche but it's cliche because it's true Always hard to win road games in the conference. And then, yeah, another road game at Rutgers. So that's that's going to be four road games in five games for Michigan State. Um, and, yeah, it's going to be a rocky end of the season. But Michigan State maybe gets himself back in the wagon of the Big Ten title hunt after that win against Michigan. BartTorvik.com. Yes, you've heard us reference this fine gentleman's website time to time again. Uh, with all the simulations that they do. That's right, 50,000 simulations of the season. Uh, Michigan State is in fourth right now for a uh, projected chance to share the conference title. So to break it down, I'm going to throw a lot of numbers at you right here. 
Illinois has a 40% chance to share the title. Purdue, also right there, 39% chance. Wisconsin, 25% chance. And Michigan State, 21.5% chance to have a share of the title. Uh, you know, if, if you've listened to this podcast, if you follow Bart Torvik and all that stuff, this goes up and down. You know, it, it, it it's very uh, volatile. But, of course, as we're, uh, you know, over the hill of the Big Ten season, we're starting to see some clarity here um, in conference play. So, they also uh, tabulate Michigan State finishing off the season at a 14-6 and record in conference play. Uh, yeah, so, strong, strong season for, for Michigan State, you know, and... Oh boy, mom, hold me. I'm scared uh, because the the, the this back end of the season's <laughs> gonna be tough. I know I talk about it all the time, but mm, man, let's uh let's just enjoy this moment right now. Um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Saturday was fun. I had a good time. I had a hoot and a half. Um, all right, guys. Well, we're gonna switch up sports actually on the other side of this little break here uh, because Michigan State. Hey, what what do you know? Active in the transfer portal, also active with running backs in the transfer portal. We're going to talk about the newest addition to the Michigan State team in a hot second. But first, I need to talk to beautiful people about betonline.ag. There might be less football being played, but, uh, God, uh, just awesome football. Sorry, going off script here. Uh, Okay. Three, two, one. There might be less football being played, but Bet Online has way more stuff to bet on this playoff season. From scores, totals, player performance, props, where the next fired coach is going to land, Bet Online is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And with the new year comes a new updated desktop and mobile website. So check it out, sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKED ON to get started. And it's not just football. Bet online is basketball. They got hockey, boxing, golf, UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Bet online is your number one sport, uh, number one online wagering destination. Excuse me. Bet online, it's the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. That's betonline.ag where the game starts. Also, start your day, start your life with some built bar. It's a new year. And that means some New Year's resolutions, and if yours is like mine, and against all odds, sticking to the resolution too, it's about getting fit and being healthier. And Built Bar helps make that possible. Where do we even start? Let's start with the taste. Uh, just wrapped in 100% real chocolate, soft, chewy, so flavorful. And let's talk about these stats right now. Most Built Bars contain 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, 17 grams of protein. Uh, compare that to a candy bar. Like can't even just load it with 30 grams of sugar, does uh, net carbs. Like, no, no, no. Built Bar is going to have you feeling right because they want you right. Let's go. Uh, go to built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. One more time. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. If you enjoyed uh, last year with, uh, you know, Michigan State's transfer running back that they had, uh, his name was Kenneth Walker. I think uh, things... Worked out okay there last year. Or if you like getting uh, you know some football personnel from the University of Colorado, I seem to think it's going okay with uh, this Mel Tucker fella in town. Well, then you might really like what we have to offer today. Can I can I interest any of you in Jarek Brassard? That is right. That is the newest Michigan State Spartan that has just committed to the East Lansing base program, also known as Michigan State. Um. This is fun, and I don't know how much longer uh, he, we can refer to him as the newest member of MSU because I, 
me me thinks that this will be a busy week for Michigan State, especially after hosting a very well attended and positive uh, Junior Day on Saturday. Uh, what a great day to host that on, right? Uh, during the Michigan Michigan State basketball game, when hey, you see that guy out there? Yeah, the guy laying the ball in after just breaking uh, you know four sets of ankles. He's on our football team, too. You could be playing with him uh, if, if you want to come up here to East Lansing and play some Michigan State football. Anyway, this is it's awesome. <laughs> the, the the Jared Broussard transfer, no other way to put it. Um, there were whispers that it could happen. He was a visitor over the weekend. But also, he was uh, being recruited by Oregon, uh, all, all sorts of schools. Because just two years ago, this kid was Pac-12 Offensive Player of the Year. So, yeah, a lot of people, a lot of programs looking for Jarek Broussard to come to their house. Well, Mel Tucker made a house call, baby. He said, I need another running back in the transfer portal. Because, uh, yes, Michigan State, they already have one. Uh, Jalen Berger, of course, the running back transfer from Wisconsin. This makes two running backs coming in, and that that's great because... Wasn't feeling too peachy, I guess. Uh, and that pun was not intended, but hear me out. Uh, while watching the Peach Bowl. Uh-oh, Kenneth Walker's not here anymore. Oh boy, running game looks to be stalling a little bit. Uh, Eli Collins, Jordan Simmons, and Harold Joyner were the guys going into the offseason. You get a guy like Jalen Berger, who I think is more like a straight-line runner, good power back. Um... Getting Jared Broussard in the mix, too. Uh, fantastic. Shiftier guy. Smaller guy, too. 5'11", 185 pounds. Um, maybe, maybe, and maybe I'm getting too ahead of myself right here, but hey, hear me out. We're, we're having a good time. It's Victory Monday. Um, maybe this is the 2022 version of some Javon Ringer and Jehu Kulkrick. Yeah, some lightning and thunder. Um, am I basing that just how both guys are built and how they run? Yeah, I absolutely am. That's, that's 100%. What I'm trying to say right here, because Jarek Broussard, um, shifty, quick, fat, fast, fast guy, and it's no wonder why he did win Pac-12 Player of the Year two years ago, and also coming off two ACL injuries uh, as well. So that's something to note as well. Um, did take a little bit of a step back last year, but then again, like Colorado just kind of did as a whole. So he is seeking greener pastures out there, and. None greener to go from Boulder, Colorado to East Lansing. So he comes here with two more years of eligibility. Uh, you, you know, going to be a junior next year, but that's not to say he's not very experienced in the college game and maybe not always playing, of course, because some of the reason, or not some, the reason, rather, is uh, his first two years really derailed with uh, knee injuries. Uh, Red shirt of his freshman year. Then in 2019, didn't play again and had to miss that entire season. So he's got two seasons under his belt uh both fine both dandy seasons uh certainly that 2020 season uh, a little better anytime you win your conference uh, offensive player of the year award that helps but last year strong as well 4.6 yards per carry uh over 600 uh rushing yards and that was in 11 games he did miss the season finale with an injury but yeah so strong guy and this uh, bodes really well for the, the run game. I'm not saying that everything's fixed now because I think another big component of the run game, yeah, is, is the offensive line. And you miss some key guys from last year. And it's going to be hard when Kenneth isn't there hiding your blemishes. And I'm not saying that, okay, Berger and Broussard 
take over for Kenneth Walker because I want to make it very clear. I We might never see another Kenneth Walker ever again. That That's the best running back I've ever seen in a Michigan State uniform. But you really, really mitigate the damage, and maybe the, the run game isn't going to be a glaring blemish next season with these two guys. It's it's going to take a step back, no question about it. And I don't mean that like in an overly like negative Nancy way, right? Like I'm That's more so to just speak to how special Kenneth Walker was. But, yeah, awesome work in the transfer portal once again. And I don't think this is going to be the only time we're talking about a, a Spartan joining the team this year. MSU, ton of juniors, highly touted juniors on campus. They also still got some transfer uh, positions to, to fill out as well. Um, so, yeah, keep it tuned. It's going to be fun. Uh, um, and as you know, we do this five days a week here on the Locked on Spartans podcast. Sometime this week, uh, we're looking to have Brandon Wood on the show. Uh, I know I teased that last week, but uh, our schedules are doing an awesome job at clashing with one another. But, yeah, hopefully we'll get him on early this week. And then, hey, we're right back at it on the hardwood. MSU against the Terrapins on Tuesday. Got another big road game coming up on Saturday at the Rack. Um, I don't care what it's called now. It will always be the rack to me. But, yeah, thanks for uh, celebrating another Victory Monday, guys, with us and another win against that school down the road. So uh, you guys are the best. Love every single one of you. Now go make Locked on Bets your second listen. That's right, it's Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q, expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling, free and available on all platforms. All right, guys, let's go. Go Green!